Uh, hey guys, <laughs> welcome back to Jordan's room. What was that? <laughs> what was that? <laughs> sorry, bro. Sorry, bro. Fuck, it's been a minute today. It's been an absolute minute. It's weird. honestly, I'm more of a face to face guy, bro. But um, I'm joined here by Joe Damon, bro. I, I was saying, I was saying Diamond, bro, for ages. <laughs> same, same though. Hey, that's what everyone says, bro. <laughs> everyone, everyone has their own interpretation. Everyone has their own way of saying it, but um, it is just what comes it down is. to what you feel. That's what I feel, bro. I'm gonna just say, jo- I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, Joey Diamond. That's how I feel about it. But um, bro, um, thanks for jumping on, man. I've asked you a few times, and you've been trying to duck and weave me, but I feel like so. I'm grateful that. Is that what No, no, no. I think um, you said yes, and then I forgot about it. But no, nah, um, no. Nah, I remember. I remember you. I remember you hit me up, and then. I think I checked your, I checked your stats and I would, nah, had that to say to my, <laughs> I had to say to my agents, it's actually not good enough. So, <laughs> what the number we'll let, number we'll three let, podcast we'll in Australia and New Zealand? Nah, nah. But um, bro, are you, I, number, are you number three podcast? Oh, it's in the top ten. Mentally, there must be only ten <laughs> podcasts in Australia. Fuck, I did not. I didn't know every other podcast was on lockdown. That's Australia and New Zealand, bro. That's what I'm trying to tell I you. Don't know. What 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 do you what do you reckon top three though? Who's who's beating you? Who's, who's oh, top two? I don't like to get into the numbers and whatnot, but I believe that it'd be top three. It'd be Hamish and Andy, um, call her daddy, and then and then most likely myself. Right. Okay. So you're losing to Hamish and Andy, which is beauty. And then you're losing to a podcast that isn't even in Australia. So <laughs> about and New Zealand well, too, <laughs> and New Zealand as well. I'm talking shit. I'm, nah, honestly, I'm, I'm, I'm probably in the top fifty. <laughs> but uh, anyways, bro. Anyways, thank you so much nah, for coming body, on. Nah, it's all right, bro. It's all right. I've dropped off a bit. Got to, you get a bit lazy here and there, but I'm back now, bro. I'm back because it's been essential work and whatnot. But um, bro, tell us tell us a bit about yourself, man. Tell us a bit about uh, about what you're what you've been up to, who you are, just because uh, obviously. You're, oh, well, you're, sorry, go, you go, bro. You go. No, no, no. Finish, finish what you're saying. saying. I was saying you're obviously like you're killing it. Um, I'm pretty sure for myself. Um, I came across you. Was it would have been started last year, eh? Started Probably. last year. Um, and then, yeah, I just, I just remember taking off like wildfire, bro. And it's it's actually been an honor to be a part of. Um, so bro. Yeah. No, but tell us a bit about yourself, bro. No, I appreciate, appreciate it, Jordy. Um, bro, I mean, it's a, it's a massive honor to be on the show. I've been, um, a fan of what you boys are doing for a grateful for a hell of a long time. Been a fan of you since, um, since you started working, since you started working at the shop, so Thank it's you. a pleasure to be here. But, but a little bit about me, um, fuck, where do I even start? Uh, I'm quite famous in New Zealand, um, very, rich. <laughs> very rich. I don't know if you boys can see. I don't know if you boys can see over there. I've made an absolute killing this year. <laughs> I can but, see it, bro. Um, so yeah, no, like like Geordie said, anybody listening, um, my name's Joe Damon, and uh, and I am killing it. Um. Fun fact about me: I wish I never saw Geordie take his hat off just then, because <laughs> I'm allergic to mushrooms. <laughs> Are you I, sweet? I, I feel a sneeze. Nah, bro, I feel a not. sneeze coming on. <laughs> see, you got to see the whole look first, bro, before you fucking. 
It's mullet. Right there, you must have got a must have got a two for one with ice. But um, <laughs> it's mullets for mental health. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Don't say it. Don't say it. Don't say it. But anyway, anyways. Uh, no, thanks, brother. My my mental health has definitely dipped since seeing that. But um, what I was saying was, yeah. So a little bit about me. I'm a stand up comedian. Um, started off as a stand up comedian, and now I'm uh, um, kind of dabble in um, television. Do yeah. a, sort of a bit of writing. Um, yeah, odd acting here and there. Um, produce, do all kinds of shit. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, so kind of just jump around and do a bunch of different stuff. And, yeah, um, fucking grouse. And then just get into fights on K Road on the weekend. So <laughs> you're still doing that? I fucking do it all. I do it all. I've, mate, you know what they say? Stay, stay true. They say don't forget your roots. Never <laughs> forgotten a single one, bro. I um I wanted to touch base on sort of like you starting stand up and stuff. I did a, did a bit of research. So you you started back in 2017. Uh, was that your first show? Was that at um, Classic Comedy Club? Is that correct? <laughs> this guy thinks he's Nardwa. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like Nardwa with that haircut. Fuck off, please. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, no. Nah. That's actually me, bro. So you started, so you started back in 2017 at a classic comedy club. Talk me through that, bro. Talk me through yeah. that. Because I know that uh, – <laughs> I know that because um, didn't you sign you signed up to 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 do a show, but then you got a bit nervous. So then the guy, the was it the manager or the owner, he booked you for the next night. How do you damn, know? damn, Jordy, I'm 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 impressed. I didn't didn't know you could read, but um, <laughs> that's where, but yeah, it was. It was <laughs> 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 no, but, but I do. I, I, pre- I appreciate I appreciate that. It's, I don't really know how out there that story is, but yeah, that's pretty much what happened. So I started back in 2017 and pretty much like um, what the catalyst for that was, was I was working in um, property development. Oh, so really? I was, uh, I was about 21. Yeah. I was about 21 at the time. And so I was working in property development, um, just kind of uh, interning as a project manager. So like working in corporate wearing suits and shit every day. Yeah. Um, you know, fucking filing papers and, um, had it on my coworkers, but you know, of course they're married. So sorry, John. But um, but yeah, that's that's kind of that's kind of where I was at in my life. I had I was like doing uni, and I actually had like a, I was in my last year of uni, was interning. So I was kind of doing the traditional like route of um of kind of how you're sort of expected to progress when it comes to career. Yeah, yeah, and then um. And then yeah, bro. Like I just fucking, I, I just hated it, man. Had a massive ass change in my life where like a, a, a bunch of stuff, I kind of changed around, changed my friends group, stopped drinking, did a whole bunch of shit. And then um, I made this list of all the shit that I wanted to try. Yeah, stand up comedy being one of them, um, having a threesome being the second, <laughs> knocked them both out in the same weekend. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell! How was the threesome? Oh, you know, the, the threesome and the comedy both had similar, similar, similar response. Laughs all around. Did it again the next week, and now I'm a professional. Fuck. Oh, but bro. um, but yeah, bro. No, nah, it, it it went super. It went super, super well. And um, no, nah, they both left happy with the result. So, um, 
bro, with the stand up, but, but yeah, the, but that, with, that was kind of how the journey started. Well, with the with the stand up, bro, like that, because I genuinely believe like people, like heaps of people would think, "Fuck, I want to give stand up a try." Like, how did you feel when you were going onto the stage for the first time? Like, how did you prep for? Was it just a freestyle, or did you like? Did you like? Obviously, you would have prepped a little bit, but did you have like an outlay of what you? Because um, because some of your because some of your um shows are they're pretty they're pretty raunchy and like, you talk about all sorts. So like, how was that first first time? Did you just jump on and like freestyle it or? Bro, so I, I was super lucky because so like for any for anybody that doesn't know me, so I'm I'm half Maori and then half Fijian, and so like in um. In like Maori culture, um, we have like what's called um, a tangi, which is like a funeral, mm. and um, like a big custom within um, like tangi is the night before um, sort of the burial, everyone kind of gets up and um, you just sort of tell stories about the the person who's passed away. Yeah, and so my old man is like a real shy dude. He's like real quiet. He's crack up as, but he's like he's real introverted. Yeah, and so um, growing up from like when I was real young. Um, and then even up to until now, I was always the one that was ex- expected to go up and Say um, sort of speak on whoever. And, bro, you know, like, fucking any any Māori will know, bro, you go to Tangi for people that you've never even met in your life and you're yeah. expected to do a speech about, you know, someone you knew back in the 80s. Um, <laughs> and so I'm getting up, uh, bro, at these funerals and talking about breathers like I knew them back when they were born. They're like 100, but just dropping stories left, right and centre. And so because of... You know, because I kind of grew up in that, yeah, like yeah. It, it kind of felt no different taking that to stage. Um, and so I just just took it to the stage, right? And it, it was I'd expected it wouldn't be too much different from, you know, the feeling of what it is like, like being, you know, on the part doing that kind of shit. And, yeah, and it really wasn't. And so I knew once I got started, it, it, I kind of took to it naturally. So after that first like, show, I'm did probably you? Gonna, probably gonna crack it soon. <laughs> Then I did. Was, was the first was the first show like did, did heaps of people laugh? Have you ever had that like awkward interaction with the crowd where no one no one laughs, or has it always been like you've always been pretty good when you jump up? Bro, this is the biggest misconception when it comes to stand up comedy. Like I will honestly say, ninety percent of the shows I do like yeah. awkward, no laughs, bomb. <laughs> no, ninety percent, bro, absolutely, because like. And, and stand-up, like, the material that we do, you have to develop it. And, you know, the development stage is a long time. So, like, and that starts from you'll think of an idea for a joke and you'll think it's funny, but the only way you really find out if it's funny is if you perform it. Yeah. And, bro, like, you can perform a joke. I've had jokes, bro, that I've performed for a whole year. Yeah. And it took me a year to make it funny. Um, and, and so, like, bro, the, the, the process to developing a stand-up routine developing jokes is brutal because most of the shows you're, you're bombing on, but it's just fucking, it's just all part of it. And you do it so that you do it for those, those, you know, those small moments where it's unreal. And I kind of have always had that attitude where, you know, I'm okay sort of just brushing off the shitty times. Yeah. Um, because and- those golden times are always worth like all that hassle. And so when I found out that that's what stand up was like, it was like an easy thing to to fix, sort of transition into. Yeah, yeah. So when you when you started in 2017, were you just doing the shows at that at that comedy club, or were you just jumping from sort of mic to mic at different venues and shit like that, just to? Bruh, I was I was doing anything I could, man. Like I was fucking catching buses to Palmerston North, and like, 
but anyone listening to this shit knows what a shit all that place is. And uh, and I was catching the bus actively. I was catching the bus, catching clap, hitting six minutes, getting out of there. Was it a fun? And then game? I was going to go do. And then I was doing comedy after. <laughs> and was the crowd always tough? Have you ever have you ever rolled upon like a fucking really tough crowd? Because I feel like New Zealanders. They get a kick out of not laughing. Like I reckon everyone is. Right. I reckon New Zealanders are the biggest haters, man. So I feel like, you, in order to get a laugh out of Kiwis, like you have to really fucking have some good material. Bro, I um. So every year the New Zealand Comedy Festival happens, and they they would bring over internationals before, um, obviously before COVID and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was talking to um, I was talking to this guy Phil Wang, who's a real famous UK comedian. Yeah, and bro, he said. NZ audiences hardest in the world. Really? Because, bro, because either we don't want to laugh because we're like, no, nah, fuck this cunt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> or we do want to laugh, but we're too shy. Yeah. So it's it's either way, it's but either way, it's the same result. No one's laughing. And so it takes so much to get them out of their shell. Like I go to Aussie, um, I go to Aussie and it's it's just like it's so much easier to sort of get across to- um than it is here. But as a good, some of the some of the things that I've some of the things that I've watched, bro, is the um on some of your shows and like the highlights and shit like that is like hecklers. Like, yeah, do people like do people just yell out and go oh like fuck up or shit like that? Like how how would you deal with like someone heckling you? Because like there's some times where you've like been right. walking someone's mum, <laughs> shit like that, bro. I'm like, what the fuck. I couldn't deal with it, man. I'd I'd start bro, sweating like, and feel uncomfortable if someone started heckling me. I'd probably start crying or start fighting. <laughs> bro, it's a, it, the and I kind of treat it like anything. I treat it. It's my um, it's my attitude towards like content. It's my attitude towards comedy. It's anything. Like everything I do is always open ended, and it's always a conversation. And so, yeah. like when it comes to my comedy. Like a lot of comedians, you know, their humor is a lot of them telling you what they think and stuff. Yeah. Um, and getting that point across and the humor is maybe in them getting across a point that is different to others. And then the humor is the, is the indifference. Whereas like my humor very much revolves around conversation and like asking people what they think yeah. and responding to that because like everybody talks about it. Like nothing's more crack up than when you're just yarning to your mates 100%. and like just fucking around. Yeah. And so my thing is trying to bring that to stage, trying to bring that energy to stage. Yeah, I'd, I'd find that fucking difficult because I can make the boys laugh, but some of the shit I said to people, were like, what the fuck, this cunt's weird as fuck. Bro, you, you fucking, you cracked me up, bro. I, I've always been interested in like, what was your journey when it came to um, finding your humor? Like when you were, when you were at Kings, yeah. were you like the funny guy? Um, Bro, believe it or not, I was actually going to touch base with you on this, but the... It, it, I was sort of the the funny guy, but like not not just at Kings, but when you when you come from like such a like because I lived in South Auckland, so when you go from South Auckland yeah. to like you're just with like the richest kids with the richest families in in, in New Zealand, it's just like a fish out of water. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like you, you could be you could be funny, but then like some like you it. It's racism is a weird like word to use for the situation, but you always like look down upon in certain situations apart from yeah. rugby. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But my humor, same thing for you, like with the t- like tonguey situation. My one would be I've always found like <laughs> like <laughs> I know it fucking sounds weird, but like 
like death and like personal grief, <laughs> like situations that I went through as a child, like trauma that would be looked upon as trauma. I find I find that shit funny. <laughs> Hundred percent, hundred percent, like, <laughs> like I tell so I'll tell someone would, like what I went through as a kid, and they'll start laughing, and I'm like, oh, hey, oh, can you tell sorry, us? <laughs> Who's sorry, calling bro. you, man? <laughs> Who's calling you, man? Sorry, bro. You started telling me your <laughs> long story, and you're like, oh, it's cut out. <laughs> but yeah, bro, yeah, that's always been that's always been my case, man. I always always joke around about that sort of inappropriate shit, but I don't know. That's just me. Um, yeah, because well, I think I always um. But I always, I always, um, I remember uh, even after, so after like, I, I think where I first started seeing, seeing you like um, publicly, because I started following you before you started doing like yeah. any stuff actively with the boys. The, fir- the first inst- instances that I'd see was when you'd go on and do the footy companions. And bro, I thought you were fucking crack up, but I knew that we kind of had like a similar um I don't, I don't, I don't want to say like that you're similar to me because I don't want you to feel like I'm like either complimenting or making fun of you. But like I saw, I saw like a lot of parallels. Yeah, in, um, in like that sarcasm. Because I had a similar. Yeah, bro. Because I had a, I had a similar thing. Like, so I'm from a place called Wainui and um, in Lower Hutt, which is effectively like the South Auckland of Wellies. Yeah, yeah. Either that or put it on. And then I went to Scots, which is like the kings of. Yeah, Wellington. yeah, yeah. I seen that actually. And so. Yeah, and so I, I had a very similar thing in that my humor, I used it as a defense mechanism 100%. and how I would use it as a defense mechanism as I would throw out my thoughts kind of in a funny way and if people didn't like take it, then I could just hide the fact that I was taking the piss and just be like, yeah, no, nah, I wasn't even really thinking that yeah, anyway. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I would see you kind of do it like on footy companions and I was like, fuck, I really like relate to this, dude. Yeah, and that, so- that's so true, bro, like that – that's so true. I used to do that shit at school all the time, man. And but I was on scholarship, so I had to pull my head in here and there. But um, I was going to ask you as well, bro. Um, so you sold out the was it the fucking Sky Theater? You sold that out, yeah, bro. Yeah. And was, was that last year? Last year? Yeah, about this time last year. Yeah. 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 So in July last year, bro. Like after doing all those shows, catching the buses, and you know, like. You know, just you probably had a lot of those times where you're like, fuck, what am I doing? To then, was that the point, like, after that show or even when you were walking around saying hello to people and all that shit, where was the point in time where you're like, you sort of sat down and was like, holy shit, like, I'm actually doing what I love. I'm actually, like, I'm enjoying what I'm doing. When was that that moment for you? Like, was it after or before that show? Bro, like, I would... I'll be completely honest, man. Like it never came, eh? Like it oh, never really? came. And this is something that like I've never really been open about. But it's something that I've really I've realized a lot this year is that um I kind of invested like a lot of um I, I invested like pretty much my entire life into developing and building my career. Yeah. And it was everything I built my identity around. And so when you do that, like what happens is any of your own shortfalls and anything that you're um feeling low on yourself about you look into that thing you're investing in to kind of solve all those problems. Yeah. And so, you know, like, you know, I have my, my, I tend to be quite tough on myself and like, I, I lack a lot of confidence in a lot of areas and I would kind of use my career as a way to, to alleviate that. And so what happened was when I went and did all these things that I, I, I that I did want to do. And they're part of like what I'm passionate about. They didn't give me the feeling that I thought they were going to give me. They did, you know, they, 
they did exactly what what I wanted them to do when it came to my career. But when yeah. it came to personally, it just didn't it, it didn't do any of that for me. And what I realized was because I was investing so much personally into these things, yeah. you know, I wasn't putting my energy in the right places. And so this year, I've started to change my attitude around that a lot, and it's it's made things a hundred times easier. Okay, how would you how would you have changed attitude towards it? Bro, so I pre- pretty much just like started like you know reaching out to my mates again because like my mates have all been so supportive, of, but they've been supportive in the way of like oh you know Joe's doing his thing, like mm. we won't bother him and stuff. And so this year I've like really made a concerted effort, even though like I'm busier than I've ever been. I've made like a big effort to really reach out to my mates and yeah. Um, some of my mates, but I've been best mates with for eight years. I like you know I've said to them like, bro, you, I, I fucking love you a lot, man. I, yeah. I hope you know you're one of my best mates. Like really putting that effort, um, and energy into people like that because what I realized was I was looking for that from people. Yeah, yeah. And I thought yeah. I was going to get them from. I thought I was going to get that for, from them by like being successful. Yeah. But really, I could have got it from them all yeah. along. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. so. And so in doing that, bro, it's, it's really like fulfilled me personally a lot this year. And so, um, do you, you know, when it comes to the feelings of like all these big goals and shit. Yeah. Um, and do you, does it like, yeah, your, I, I, oh, sorry, you go. No, you go, bro. You go. So like, you know how, so you would have got obviously like really busy and shit. And you said you sort of pulled away from like the friendship circle and stuff. Have you ever found like that you've had to, not like to remove, but take a step back from certain people in your life to to then progress. If you know what I mean, oh, like both for sure. Like think, I, I've had I've had to do that from the from like the beginning of my career, and it's all and it's all been different stages. Like when I first, you know, when I first started my career, it was a lot of like me having to jump out of my comfort zone. But what I realized, what my comfort zone was, was like I was scared of a lot of criticism from like people around, me. Mm. and I recognized that like if I felt that way about the people around me, then maybe they weren't supporting me. So I have yeah. to sort Cut of move on from them in order to get past this. Yeah. And so that was at the beginning. And then throughout my whole career, my whole life, it's just been, you know, an, an active, it's been an active thing for me to recognize the effect that, relation, that the relationships around me are having on me. Yeah. And so I'm always kind of, um, you know, like reviewing those and, seeing what's benefiting me and what's hurting me. And, and it's a super tough thing. Like you never want to be that dude. That's kind of like, yeah. Cut, cutting you know, ties with telling. people. Yeah. But yeah. it's, but it's like, you, you know, you, you can either sort of just let people string you along and, and hurt, hurt you or, or you can, you know, take active control and like where you want your life to go. hundred percent. For I me, feel, I'd much rather do that. I feel as well, like, well, for myself, you sort of, um, if you're trying to go like in one direction, but you still, I mean, as fucking shit as it sounds, but not, like your friends who are you genuinely, your friends will push you in the direction that you want to go. And then obviously you'll get to get the guys that are fucking holding you back a bit and, you know, trying to, you know, thinking you're, oh, yeah. you're too cool for us and shit like that, bro. So yeah, I, I, I get you. I, uh, it's a weird, it's a, cause, cause did you have that a lot in your life? Uh, I had it quite a bit in my life, actually. Like it would have been even when I went to King's College and shit, and I had to walk past because I lived across the road from King's. So, and I ended up going to boarding school there, oh, but sure. I lived across the train tracks from there. So I had to walk past De La Salle, and then my my cousin who lived with us, he went to Odahu College. But so I'd wow. you know I'd be wearing like the Alp King's College uniform and shit, and then I'd walk past La Salle, and then 
all the boys that I grew up with sort of were like, oh, too too cool for us, all that sort of shit. So I've sort of dealt with that that sort of energy, but I I actually let it affect me heaps back in those days. Like I was like, fuck, you know, you're yeah. sort of almost living two lives. But um, yeah, I think now like in order to like for me, I just didn't want to like. I, there's a lot of things reasons why I love like doing what I do now, but I when I started. Fuck that! That many, even with my art as well. So many people were like hating on the oh, you, like you think you're this or you think you're doing that. But I found if you stay true and consistent to what you're actually, what you actually want to do, then that's when those people mm. just those people automatically get weeded out of your life. Just I know, and you attract other people that are like minded or you know, um, you know, fucking keen to see you succeed. So, but hard. I think the um I think the biggest thing I learned is like when to recognize in myself that I was like self-destructing. And so like I had similar experiences as you, like when you're talking with the boys, like for example, where I recognized I would self-destruct is like maybe somebody would come up to me and be like, um, you know, uh, maybe something I was trying to do, they'd be like, bro, that that thing that that's weird that's weird what you do, eh? And I'd be like, Oh yeah, yeah, nah, it is. Yeah, nah, it's dumb. And then you let that trickle in, and then it's like, okay. And then you know, if you're saying that in front of people, then behind the set, behind yeah. the scenes, you're like, okay, maybe the system. Oh, yeah. like fuck this, I'll just start like doing something else. And and then like as I got older, you know, I started recognizing where I would self destruct. Like I would turn to alcohol a lot. Yeah, I would yeah turn to all kinds of all kinds of vices. And it was kind of in how I was acting there. I realized like I was really just trying to alleviate in the same way I throw things out when I'm trying to use humor as a defense mechanism in yeah. the same way I'm trying to just throw things out and then see people's reactions and then change depending on that. I realized I was doing that across my entire life, Yeah, putting things out. And if people didn't like it, I would then just revert back to 100. what I was doing, like a safe space. Yeah. Yeah. And that, so that, that'd be that same, was a big thing for me. Yeah. Same thing for me, bro. Like when I joined YKTR, um, fuck, cause I was a bit, a bit of a party animal. So, you know, I'd I'd come in here, do content, whatever, have a good week, then absolutely wreck myself on the weekends, and then, you know, just be inconsistent, pretty much, bro. Be inconsistent. So, I get you, bro. I get you. But um, I wanted to touch base on, I wanted to touch base on uh, it's Celebrity Treasure Island. What's yeah, I've heard of it. What's going on there, bro? What's going on there, bro? Fucking that honestly, fuck. that that it looks because I've seen some of the other people that are going on, bro. So I don't know the ins and outs of the actual show, but I was like, so like, is that this? Is this happening this year or? Yeah, it comes out in September. Oh, so it so it's you guys September. have already you guys have it's all recorded and everything. Yeah, all yeah we oh, filmed true. it in Feb. Yeah, we okay. filmed it in Feb. Oh fuck! So what? Do you guys all yeah. living together? And oh, can you talk much about it? Or, bro, to be honest, I don't really know how much I can talk about. But yeah, nah, yeah, nah, we fair, filmed it. Yeah, we filmed it. Um, and fair. yeah, we, we already filmed it. Comes out in September, but bro, it was a, it was a, it's an unreal experience, man. Like I think, um, I think for me, like what I was trying to set, um, and me like wanting to go on the show is, um. You know, kind of that there is like crossover power when it comes to social media. Like you yeah. can build yourself up. Like I was lucky that, you know, someone that really paved the way for that was our boy Willie doing Dancing with the Stars. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, like he re- he really set the pathway. I think if he hadn't done that, there's no way I'm getting a call up for um 
know, celebrity treasure island. So one, I one, think, uh, yeah. One thing that I'll like, one question that's just like ringing in my in my head is, did you have sex on the show? <laughs> I mean, can you? Or is that? Uh, the, is this, uh, can we can we talk about that yet, or we'll have to wait till <laughs> it comes out in September? Uh, see, I had, I had to sign an NDA. Oh, okay, fair and enough, fair enough. So, okay, so when's that drop-in then? And a prenup. And a prenup. So that's coming out That's that's coming out in September, eh? Septem- yeah, September um, on TVNZ, and then I'm not too sure where in Aussie, but I'm pretty sure you guys can get TVNZ on demand. So Yeah, 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 we can. Oh, fuck, I'll definitely be watching. Yeah. This looks like a giggle. Hey, I wanted to touch on oh, as well – Wanted to touch on as well. Um, you posted this picture. Fuck, it would have been like a week or two weeks ago. About there was a guy like talking about um, stop ramming Terrell down our throats. You know what I mean? Yeah, bro. Yeah. <laughs> so I wanted to touch base on that, bro. Like, like what are your like what are your thoughts on on, on the whole like racism and things like that in New Zealand? Because I haven't been back in a minute, bro. So I, I remember when I was living in New Zealand it was like it was pretty like pretty crazy now that I look back on it but what's like what's yeah. going on is that just like a comp is that quite common still these days yeah I mean, I mean it's it, it is common and it always will be common bro I think like you know one thing that might um that you guys may see uh that probably I don't feel like is really um acknowledged as much as like when it comes to the racism conversation yeah. like um you know, the excuses for racism and stuff is always, uh, it's always kind of pushed to like, what is, um, you know, what is the issue like tied to the racism at the time? So like, I'll give you an example for this one in particular, obviously like there's a, a, a lot of like, a lot of like racist sort of perspectives and views have come out because at the moment farmers are protesting, um, like a U tax or something. I'm not going to act like I know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Shit yeah. About yeah. It yeah. I don't. And I don't really give a fuck, but um, but what that's brought out is like a lot of um, sort of like racist, you know, rhetoric and stuff. Yeah. Um, and so what people will kind of use is when you speak on the racism that's being said, they then bring the argument back to, you know, what the farmers are sort of because because whenever you sort of comment on, oh, you know, that was racist what these people were saying, people will come back with. Oh well, fucking farmers feed you like yeah, you know no no farmers no food. But yeah. then the exact same thing will happen when you know I go back to um, BLM. You know people are commenting on racism here in New Zealand, and they're like, "Well, BLM's an American issue. Yeah, like, why are you talking about racism in New Zealand? Like America's the problem." You yeah. know when you when you look back to Ikimata and people use that as a reason to talk about racism, they talk about oh, so you think there's you think like homeowners should be um, you know, you think homeowners like shouldn't have their rights, like you think yeah, landowners yeah, yeah. don't have their rights. So people will always just try and chop and change it. Yeah, hundred when it um, when it's convenient, but for sure. And so I guess for me, like I just you know I just kind of comment on so the parts I, I, of it that I was reading as well. Like on some of your shows, you actually use it like use some of your shows to almost like obviously it's comedy, but you're are you almost putting like you, because you joke around about these topics, not joke around, but you you talk about these topics no, in your shows, right? Definitely joke around, yeah. So do you think it's like, bro, like it's almost like a history lesson as well? Well, like I think where I always come from, so like I joke around about it, but where I come from is the perspective of 
I don't know. And I'm like figuring out this world. Yeah. But this is me actively figuring out. This is me from what I understand. But I always try to present myself as like, as flawed. I always like lead with the fact that like, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But this is like what I, this is what I see. This is what And I my see. followers are like really understanding of that. And so that's why they kind of just let me comment on whatever and just throw out nonsense. Cause it's just me sort of reflecting on like what I'm experiencing in the world. And yeah. And it's so that's some like of the comedy people, I go for. People, people resonate with, with, with what you're saying as well, because I reckon like a lot of the stuff you'd say in your shows is what people are thinking almost. So I <laughs> fucking, I, do you ever come to, have you, you come to the show over in Australia? Yeah, bro. I, ca- I came and gigged in Sydney, but this is crack up actually. So I came and gigged in Sydney two years ago, 2019. Yeah. And I'll tell you a story about that. Fuck with ice. Um, <laughs> your boss, your daddy, um, daddy ice. <laughs> daddy ice. No, no. Nah, nah, so, so I was I was in Sydney like two years ago, uh, yeah. like 2019, and I and I was already a professional stand up comedian here, yeah. but I didn't like have any profile or anything. Yeah, um, yeah. and so I was over in Aussie just trying to um, sort of networking, get on the get professional there, circuit yeah. there. And then I had a, I had up ice I had up ice like 2019 and told him um, kind of what I was up to, and then um, and just said like, bro, I'd love to come and check the place out and. Um, I think he'd just started an ice project. I was like, I'm keen to hop on. I've been podcasting yeah. for two years. I've been podcasting for two years at that point. Yeah. And um, yeah, didn't hear shit. Um, Fuck, until man, a year no. later, <laughs> until a year later, I get a little message from YKTR um, after a couple of blow ups and a couple of followers. <laughs> hey, breathing. Um, I've got some hoodies I want you to wear. <laughs> Fuck. That sounds like, that sounds like ego ice, ego ice. <laughs> I was like, holy fuck. Oh, well, man. Hey, you have to bring something to the table, bro. <laughs> That's what I've learned. That's what I've learned. You have to bring something to the table. Nah, nah, fair enough, man. That's Hey, hey. Where is he? Oh, sorry, bro. I'll, I'll say sorry on his behalf, Hey, hey, I, hey, I was bringing, hey, he didn't tell me, he didn't tell me he was vegetarian at the time. I was bringing meat to the table, so, you know? <laughs> Bro, um, it's not about what, it's not about what you. It's not about whether you bring something to the table or not. It's no. about if you're ready to eat it. <laughs> Fuck, man, that would have been the investment of doom, eh? Investment, but yeah, no, nah, it's um, it's just something I give them. A, and did you like, find, about, bro? But, did you did you find when you came over here that it was easy to like align the your jokes, your like your comedy, and sort of your topics uh, with Australians or like? Yeah, bro. Yeah, it's like, felt, did they resonate well with easier, them? Man. Yeah, like no, no haters. Kind of Aussies are pretty good like bro, that, know, bro. You, that, like... sorry, you go. You know what I find about Aussie? You know what I find about Aussies, man? It's like fuck, you guys like okay. from New Zealand, man. Like have such. Well, I'm, ta- I'm sorry. I'm addressing your listeners. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> sorry, I'm podcasting now, mate. I'll teach you a thing or two. But um, <laughs> nah, bro. The one thing I found about Aussies is like, bro, they. They have such good, uh, such a good sense of humor, but in the sense of like, bro, they're up for like a ripping. They're up for like making, getting made fun of, yeah. making fun of you. Yeah, like they're just so up for it, bro, that it makes the show so fun. And that was two years ago, bro. I was nowhere near like the level what you're at now. Um, you know, yeah, yeah. And so like, I was loving it back then, and so I've been fucking dying to get over. I was supposed to come over like this month. Oh, to do a show here to this month. 
Yeah, and I was go- I was going to come Fuck. over and catch up with you boys, but um, Fuck, that would have been fucking, a good one. Um, Chico must have pulled his pants down in the <laughs> middle of King's Cross. And, yeah, he went back yeah. in lockdown. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bro, fucking hell yeah fuck like, honestly bro lockdown it's it's such a weird time man like they've just added on another four weeks here so we've been in lockdown pretty much for a month already so they've just done another four weeks i think from yesterday or today so what's what's happening like what why is i think there was like another 200 and something cases today holy fuck yeah bro yeah so ah oh, fuck i've just been how are you doing in it Bro, pretty good. Like, obviously, just coming into the office by myself during the week and then um, just fucking getting on the grouse and on the piss on Fridays. <laughs> just keeping it to the Friday, bro. But that's heaps, the, of sex, still- heaps of sex. Heaps of sex. That's, I don't know. That's me, bro. That's just it. Bro, just falling how, on the How often are you fucking? How often are you fucking? Oh, once a day. Yeah, but see, I was going to say. I was gonna say, but I'm like not, I'm not that was at the start. That was, that was at that was at the that was at the that was at the start. But me and me and mums have been spending. Nah, nah, nah. Sort of just seeing this chick at the moment, eh? Um, it's pretty nice, bro. It, it feels right. It feels right. Like yeah, I'm a bit of a rat bag, bro. But I've pulled up. I've pulled. I don't know if it's COVID or her, but something's changed, man. Something's changed. <laughs> a little bit lighter when, on my toes. When you say rat bag, are, are you a playoffs? Are you playoffs? Nah, play-ups? nah. Like cheating wise. Yeah. Like, nah, 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 nah. Cheating's not a vibe for me. It's more part. It's more partying, bro. Like, like I'll be like, oh, I'm just going oh, out yeah. for a few beers with the boys. Or I'm going out for dinner with the boys, and then fucking two days later, I'm just, yeah. you know, getting the call up. Like, where the fuck are you going? <laughs> so that's 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 my that's my downfall in fucking in a relationship, bro. Is partying, but you grow up one day. Do you move faster than Arella? Yeah, bro. Always. When you know, you yeah. know, bro. You have to. If you don't move fast, then, then someone else is going to steal your meal. You know what I mean? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? If you, if you, if you act all willy-nilly with like, this is what I believe, right? I'll give you, this is, this is what I believe. If you, if you wait for something, then it'll either never come or someone else will get it first. So if you want something, you've got to get it, bro. You've got to get after it. And then... I love that. I love that, brother. That's why, well, bro. That's t- why. Tell me what a, um, t- tell me what a good... Like of all the relationships you you've had, like tell me what a good one, like what a good one of yours, like not like what you're interpreting, like what a good yep. one of yours looks of like. Of mine, yeah. Uh, good relationship to me, bro, is um freedom. <laughs> just bro, I like that. you know what I mean. In one word, bro, it's just I'm- it's accepting someone for who they are, and you know what I mean. If you'll change for the right person, but I feel like I feel like say for example me with partying, right? In past relationships, if I didn't pull up in partying and stuff like that, then something wasn't right. Like obviously I wasn't feeling it, maybe mentally I wasn't really in like into it. So but now it's different, bro. I could like I could I could easily not party, like, you know, party at home, a few drinks, but I don't know, you you change for the right person. Not change, but you just sort of mold. You mold, you know what I mean? No, you do. No, you do. You do. But I'm a control think, freak. Um, <laughs> are you? Nah, nah, nah. A little bit, a little bit. Well, okay. What, what do you What do you think the most toxic? What, what's the most toxic thing you do in a relationship? What you I've done that? personally. Yeah. What do you reckon? Ah, uh, my most. Doesn't toxic even have to thing. be anything big. Could be something like I tell you mine. 
I think most toxic thing I do is like, uh, but I withdraw. So like when I am, um, I'm not like a big arguer. Yeah. I'm not like a massive, like, I'm not, I'm not big on com- um, confrontation, confrontation, especially yeah. in like intimate relationships. Yeah. So when something big comes up, bro, I just withdraw and I'm like, yeah. you know, it's almost like I'm daydreaming. And yeah. I, I've re- like through therapy and stuff, I've come to understand it's like from my upbringing. So I'm like actively trying to get past it, but it's like kind of a thing that I do, bro. It's like whenever the mids pull me up, I'm just like, yeah. Uncle Rickon's fucking start, start daydreaming in the middle of it. <laughs> <laughs> bro, my, my one, my one, bro, my toxic thing would be if things are going too well, like if things are like if 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 I get like this comes from my childhood too. If if things are going too well and I'm happy, bro, I derail it or I throw a spanner in the works by partying. That's my thing, bro. Like I'll I'll be like, oh shit, everything's going too smoothly. I'm gonna go bend it with the boys, and then that's that self destruction, bro. That's it, bro. But I've I've actually pulled myself up on it uh, um, over the past year. Actually, I've done I've I've gone to some counselling as well, and um, I read that. So it's yeah, it's been. It's, it's been pretty good, bro. It's a, it's almost like you know you know it, but you just sort of sweep it under the rug. But my my one, yeah, would be partying, bro. So, real. What yeah. what is it about partying that like that? Do you do you like you, just, bro? Because this is a misconception about me, bro. I yeah. fucking hate it. Like you won't catch me getting on the piss, like going to parties. Well, I'm like the biggest introvert you'll ever meet, bro. Like. Oh, yeah, like I, I can fucking talk for days and like, I'm super outgoing, but yeah. when it comes to like going out and going to shit, I hate it. Bro, my one, I'm not, like, I don't really go go out out. Like I'll go out with the boys if we all go out, but my one's more just like go over to one of the boys' houses and fucking just get on the piss and just talk shit for hours. And then I won't, I'll be like, oh, fuck, nah, there's no point going home. I'm already in trouble. And then just fucking the roll on effect. But that's the old yeah. me, bro. That's the old me. Next minute. But tell me more about the old me. Who's the who's the, who's the most famous chick you've read? Nah. <laughs> no, bro. I can't say. I don't. I've never, I've never never slept with a famous girl. Obviously. I've been telling everyone you read a Tammy Hembra. Nah, bro. What the fuck? Nah, bro. I don't even know who that is. G. Um, no, neither. I tell everyone I read it too. So it's but, nah, um, bro. Nah, not me, bro. Um, I'll, I'll no, Google no, actually, it. I'll who's, Google. The, who's the most famous? Who's the most famous? Um, honestly, I I don't have any famous chicks, bro. That's 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 bro, the biggest mi- misconception take, of me. Chicks with like four hundred k followers. Oh, get on Celebrity Treasure Island if you lived in New Zealand. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, I want to get on Celebrity Treasure Island next year. No, I don't know, bro. Honestly, well, you, honestly I, I, I don't. I don't sleep bro. around, bro. I don't sleep around. No, I, I honestly couldn't name one. I swear to God, but. No, I'm taking. I'll message you after. No. Nah. What's the what? What's the like? <laughs> <laughs> bro, did you did you have like a big um? Did you have like a real big like? Because obviously you still party and stuff. The reason I like don't really party because mm. I had like oh, a oh, massive Jacko. ass. Sorry, bro, bro. I had a phase. Jacko, can you grab us another oh, beer, bro? bro? Sorry, bro. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, bro. Don't mind me, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, go, 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 go. Sorry. No, no. I'm sure, the bush was there for you, but um. <laughs> But I had a wild ass phase. Well, I was, I was wild. Did you have a phase like that? Probably the last, probably the last two, three years, eh? Like, <laughs> bro, like crazy, like crazy. 
It pretty <laughs> much got, it got to a point, bro, where the boys fucking pretty much pulled me up and were like, enough's enough, man. I need a charger, bro. Did you ever request this again like that, eh? Bro, can you just grab, Stop a, trying to can you grab the charger? <laughs> yeah. I need a charger for this, bro. Sorry, G. Thanks, bro. Um, sure, Jacko. The, boy, the boys pretty much pulled me up, bro, and was just like, even, you know, I still I still let the hair down now and there, but fuck, I was going out Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then fucking fuck Friday Friday to Sunday, just party hard out. But that, I, haven't, I haven't been doing that for a minute, bro. Like, I was still getting on the piss on Fridays, but fuck, those were the days, man. Did you do much <laughs> traveling? Days. Oh, Did you do was, much nah, travel? not really, bro. Just went to just fucking Bali, Hawaii, um, LA. No, nah, never been to LA. But, uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> nah, not much, bro. <laughs> not much, but I, I think over the next few years, I definitely will have a look. But I'm not really like I'm not even really big on traveling, to be honest, bro. Like, true. Nah, nah, not really. I've had my fun, so I'll see maybe in the future. But got to get the secure the bag first. Memories later. <sighs> but, I read that. I read that. So you got a missus? Yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. Are you so, like? Do you ooh. do you play around sometimes or? Nah, I'm, I'm I'm a pretty mellow dude, eh? Like, I think, uh, yeah. I, I, I who's think, the famous like, chick I, that you? Who's the most famous chick that you slept with? Hella Clark. But um, but no, nah, I'm pretty mellow, bro. I just chill and I just kind of rest on that, you know. I've done I've done everything a man can do, so yeah. I don't I, I don't I've, clock, I've clocked the game, bro. Why do I need to turn the PlayStation back on? Yeah. Yeah, I respect that, bro. <laughs> no, I respect that. No, no, you're right, bro. You're right. No, and no, I respect. I respect that. You know, it was, bro. I, I don't know if you resonate with this, but like one of my old bosses back in the day, he just goes, "The reason, like, the reason why you won't be successful is because, or you you won't be able to be successful is if if you don't accept happiness." Do you think, like, yeah? Do you think you've just started to accept that in your life? Because I felt like always back, like, so it, life would get good for me, and then. Like, oh, I'd make all this money and then I'd spend it all on fucking random shit or, you know what I mean? I just, do you feel like, do you still have, do you, did you ever have that? Bro, I, I had like a, I always had like an obsession with like this version of me that I wanted to be and I, I, I would always obsess over it and this version of me, but I'll, I'll tell you exactly like what it sounded like. Yeah. So I used to like, Bro, I'm I'm a like, I'm fucking obsessed with Drake, just like we all are. Mm. But like, I'm obsessed in the way that like I would see him do things, and then the way I would see myself looking at him, I would be like, "Fuck!" I hope my brothers, my I've got two younger brothers. Yeah, I hope they look at me this way and they see me like in a fucking mean car and like a massive yeah. house, and you know, like I had this very very particular vision, and I was always super obsessed with being there. And then I think. um and I think like this, it's really been this year. It's been through, um, through the kind of therapy and stuff that I've put myself through, and yeah, and like the relationship that I've that I've been lucky to build. But I just like, I, I just learned to like accept myself and just accept myself like where I'm at. Yeah, like if I'm not feeling, if I'm not feeling happy, if like things are a bit slow, if I'm not feeling crack up. Like today, I'm not feeling particularly crack up, but like I just. Just, you know, just accepting myself where I'm at and just being whatever that is. I used to like put pressure on myself to be like twenty four to be this thing that I wanted to be. Yeah. But um but right now I just feel like just truly comfortable and like wherever I'm at, whatever that looks like. And yeah. But it feels better than than any kind of like success that I've had. 
And I've had some like big ones and ones that I've dreamed of, and it feels better than those, bro. Well, that's like even my journey here, obviously, just started, but same thing for me. It's like, fuck, it's just a bit like being the funny guy all the time. And you know what I mean? It's, yeah. It's sort of like hard to keep that up. But actually, I watched one of your podcasts where you sort of, um, you were just sort of saying, like, with just like st- staying true to yourself. And uh, who was it? Was it Run It Straight? Run It Straight podcast. Oh yeah, probably Nate. Yeah, yeah, probably Nate. yeah, that was a good one. That was a really good listen, bro. But um, Thanks, so I know that you you obviously you've been um, you've been in writing and film. So you did a you did you write a you did a show for Comedy Central? We were talking about that. Nice, bro. You've done some good fucking research, bro. So, so thank yeah, you. thank you. I I co-wrote because that's uh, massive, bro. That's pretty big. That's pretty big, bro. Thanks, brother. Yeah, so so I think. Probably not many people know, but yeah, I co-wrote a series um, which will be, which is for Comedy Central Australia, which yeah. will come out um, end of this year, and we just finished filming that. Yeah. Um, so co-wrote that at the end of last year, and that and says then, the bouncer, eh? Um, nah, so that's a th- this is a different one. Oh, bro. this is a different it's one. A, yeah, this is a different show, and yeah. then um, kind of off of that, and through the relationship that I built there. Um, the show called Bounces, which my company West Park will be co-producing, with um, with the company that produced the show that I that I co-wrote, yeah. the other show, um, yeah, we're we're co-producing um, Bounces for Comedy Central UK, oh, and so and so I, yeah, so I'll write and you know act and all that, and but it's it's massive for me, man. Like obviously, Comedy huge, Central bro. UK is a fucking That's huge crazy. market and massive opportunity, so. So will you, be, will you be going over there and like because that because Comedy Central over there is huge. Yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. So, so one like really massive thing for me was um like I I I look up to Ken Peel like, yeah hugely and look up to Kevin Hart and how those how I got to those guys was through um YouTube and so like one of the big things for me was like you know I need the content that we do to be on YouTube it needs to be like. Like reachable that. for everybody yeah 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 and so um it'll be obviously on linear tv and comedy central uk but yeah. it'll also be available on youtube but it'll be through comedy central youtube you know on the same platform that, that all those on. guys that i've looked up to yeah sort of came through so it'll be accessible to everybody how did that come about bro like how did like how did did, did you just like, get a call from like manager or just because i know that you were because you were writing for a bit for like different things until you sort of got your shot didn't you is that yeah, yeah. So I've always, I've always bounced around. I've been, <clears throat> I've been bouncing around, sort of behind the scenes in television. Yeah. Since I started stand up like in twenty seventeen. Yeah. Yeah. Because you, you so said you were saying like, like you were saying that you sent out emails to like different places and like that to try and like you know jag some fucking opportunity from those. Is that how it yeah, came bro. about? Or yeah, but I started. So like I, I'd always done that. I've always done that. Um, but like I started my first company. So, so like to sort of go back a little bit, just quickly. Yeah, yeah. I started my first social media based company at fifteen. Yeah. And so, when it comes to like social media and my understanding of it, it's been like you know that's literally a ten year journey. Yeah. Um, where I was always sort of looking for opportunities and emailing out, but I was like sixteen, like emailing, um, you know, like suppliers and shit, and emailing like companies to. Um, sort of network with and stuff and so all these disciplines and stuff that I kind of been doing since I was that young I just sort of put it into 
into comedy when I realized that was like the thing I was passionate about. And so yeah. how this came around was in a very similar way, but I was just super lucky that I found somebody um, that after all these years just really like took a massive shot on me. And that's this um, writer director from here named Hanel Harris. Yeah. And bro, like you, you probably like most people listening to this will not know her name right now, but like she's massive man. And like massive to the point where I couldn't, there's a bunch of shit I'd like, I would say to validate what she's done, but like, I don't need to do that because yeah, people are yeah. going to see it soon anyways, but yeah. it's massive, bro. It's like international. So massive. she, so she gave and, you your shot at, at the, at yeah. the uh, comedy central opportunity. Yeah, bro. Yeah. So it's, it's all, it's all, um, it's all, all thanks to her, bro. So like, when, when's know, that all I, launching? Put, when's that all coming out? I'm actually not too sure, bro. I'm, I'm not too sure, but yeah. Like I um I'm big on like paying homage to the people that help yeah, me. Yeah, fucking nice. And um and bro, she she fucking she's gonna she's gonna be huge, bro. Like Taika like Taika like Taika massive. So that's exciting. Um, people will, people will see her impact soon. And does she live? She lives in New Zealand. Yeah, bro. Yeah, she fucking lives <laughs> in New Zealand. But um, and the only thing that's that's really halted her rise, bro, is COVID. COVID. So yeah. I, I think if um COVID hadn't happened, like you know. I but she's it. gonna be like the classic, and bro, it happens to everybody. It happened to Paris Goble. It happened with Tyker, Flood of the Concords. Yeah, she's gonna be the classic um, story that like New Zealanders we don't appreciate our talent until it like goes overseas yeah. and kills it. Yeah, like Rose Matafeo, who's like massive in the UK now. Like she's another example. Like when uh, when people are here, we don't give a fuck. But yeah. as soon as yeah. overseas sees them, as soon as we see it overseas, like. They love it, then you know, like loving it. Yeah, That's it's like a bit like, of like tall poppy, yeah. like tall poppy syndrome in NZ. Like everyone just, uh, it's 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 a weird one. But I, f- I feel, bro, I'm I'm honestly like I'm excited for you, bro. Like as you said, you've been doing this, Thanks, you've been sort of working on that that for like ten years now. So, did you feel like being a, uh, you know, like as he like easy said, but like um, easy said, like a brown like a brown guy getting into that industry. Was it hard for you to sort of like because you would have been knocking on so many doors and then if if you didn't have like a platform already, so it's like for myself like YKTR is my platform. I just walked into it and I didn't really need to build it up. So like obviously I got super lucky in that that aspect. But for yourself, like did you find it hard to get in to those that sort of that sort of crowd? Yeah, bro, I was you know like I won't play it down like it's probably the hardest thing I've like ever done in my life has been like breaking down, you know, breaking down those doors. Like I think, um, you know, you kind of think to like what a lot of these places are and I'm talking like, cool, you know, like, yeah. big corporations, big industries that have, that have been successful for fucking like longer than my parents have been alive. Like yeah. they're so set in their ways and their views of people and like how things work are so set. Yeah. It's almost impossible to break. You've got to almost knock the door and so, down very hard and so like you know i look at myself for most of these people you know their reference to like what a young brown dude is yeah. is like you know fucking around like you know and exactly like what the media has has always portrayed like yeah you know dudes like us does like that's just their only reference point and so you know well, when because- they see a young brown dude like knocking on their door 100 they're like um, fuck what the fuck what's a scruffy like, what the got? fuck does this do what's yeah, a scruffy exactly. horny cunt up to but that's right. the thing. I, I, like the, the reason why I asked you that, bro, is because I know that, like, obviously, 
a lot of young Kiwis, even Aussies, um, watch the show and like you know follow YKTR. So for me, I know that there's so many creative kids out there in New Zealand as well. Like for myself, I know that there's a lot of creative kids out there. Um, but it for me, it's like I think the story of yourself, like just backing yourself, um, putting yourself out there. You know, and that's what I want to get across because so many children in NZ sort of they don't have they don't. They they know what they want to do, but they just don't back them because it's always like frowned upon yeah. to be like, well, look, what the fuck? Why are you gonna Why are you gonna go to start a podcast or why are you gonna fucking go do stand up or? So, you know, that's why I asked the question on sort of if it was hard in that aspect because, yeah, it's it's it's, it's it'd be a tough fucking thing to get involved in. And how would how did you right. get a, how did you get across yeah. it? How did you get across? It's like it's. If you didn't have a if you don't have a platform, how would you get the point across that you're a funny person, like or, or like you 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 know you obviously a comedian? How would you get that point across if you didn't have a platform or fucking anything like that? How would you tell a child or like a teenager to start that journey if that's what they wanted to do? Bro, I mean, I would look at like starting a YouTube channel and shit like that, but yeah, but it was it was super yeah it, it it was a you know that was a hard question that I'm still like face of yeah. um you know in this today because like when i think about you know not having a platform you know you the feeling of not having a platform it actually only gets bigger as the as the sort of your expectations of where you want to go get bigger and so for me you know when i started i just wanted to you know get on get on shows like get on stage yeah and i didn't really have a platform for to do that and then when i got a platform big enough to do that then i was like i want to get on tv and i was like oh fuck i'm not just there yet and so like i'm always just going to be in that position but i've been in that position my whole life and so for me like what i always turn to is um it's pretty much just and and and, and it goes to like literally to it, it goes for me as close to like right now, like you yeah. just always got to take the risk and you just always got to um, back yourself. And like yeah. the thing that I have to keep reminding myself is people are going to tell you that something can't be done yeah, or that something doesn't work usually because either they tried to and they failed or, yeah. it, or they were too scared to try. hundred. So I just always have to remind myself. Yeah. That's that. a, that's a, that's a good way of looking at it. Cause fuck, grow, like growing up, in New Zealand for myself, like going to Kings and shit like that, I would sit there and be like, fuck, this isn't me. Like this is, <laughs> I hate rugby or like yeah. I hate, I hate right, school, huh? you know? So I, I mean, right, huh? you know what I mean? So it's just, I exactly. I, just for, I always say in any of my podcasts, like any teenagers out there and shit like that, that feel that way in New Zealand, just, as you said, take the risk, you know, put uh, yourself yeah, out take there. The, take- take the risk and i think the biggest thing for them for anybody listening to realize is like that insecurity um and that feeling that you're not good enough it actually like probably will never go away yeah yeah so don't let that be the thing to stop you like my insecurity and you know and like how things are going um the whole reason i've had to address like not putting so much um like energy of myself into that insecurity is because it's still very much there yeah so that's not going to go away. So a lot of people will be like, oh, you know, I'll wait till, um, I'll wait till like, I'm a bit better at this. I'll wait till yeah, I'm a bit yeah, co- yeah. more confident. That, that, like, you can wait all your life. That shit's never going to come. Never gonna so come. just fucking get into it right now. Just do it. Um, and just, just honestly, just, just do it. Cause back the yourself. worst thing that can happen, uh, the thing I always say, bro, 
is the worst thing that can happen from trying something is you don't get something that you didn't already have. So just fucking go do it. Who gives a fuck? My thing is like, I might die. I might die tomorrow. So I'm going to do everything that I want to do. 100 in case that happens, but touch what it doesn't because um, I've got heaps of shit to do. <laughs> <laughs> I've got, um, I got, I got four questions for you before we, before we um, knock it on the head. Um, Sorry, I'd like to bring it in for a minute. Um, these, are, these are important to me, okay? So if you had to pick one current All Black to play Naked Twister with, who would it be and why? One current All Black. I'd have to say... I'd have to say Severis because, like, if somebody says Joe um, right hand red circle, I could just chuck his hand there, and then I could just say it's my hand. Like, no one would be able to tell the difference until they say Joe put your piece on green, green circle. Then, then they'll know. Then they'll know which one's that's green and, and blue. Joey D's. That's green and blue. <laughs> All right, Joe, uh, fuck Mary Kill, fuck Mary Kill from the Morning Crew. The My Morning Crew? Yeah. Fuck. Okay. I'm going to have to... I'm going to have to fuck... Oh, I'm fucked either way. I'm going to marry Nixon because he's rich. Yeah, nice, nice. He does seem like a good husband too. Yeah. I'm going to have to... I'm going to have to root... I can't, I can't root teaks. I can't root teaks. So what I'll do is I'll say I'll marry Nixon yeah, and I'll kill Tegan and Jordan. <laughs> no sex? No sex? You're not having sex with Jordan? Nice. I, I'm going to skip to the last question actually. So um, ask everyone that comes on is, is what's, what's your body count? Fuck. Roughly. It's, it's bad, man. It's bad. Roughly, roughly. Bro, what, what's yours, actually? No, if what's you tell me yours, I'll feel more comfortable. Nah, so what, bro, what's, I'm just asking, what's your body count? Is yours over 100? I'm not too sure yet, bro. I haven't crunched the numbers yet. I haven't crunched the numbers either, so <laughs> I'll go with that answer. <laughs> nah, all right, all right. I'll tell you mine as soon as you tell me yours. Shut your ass. You <laughs> just tell answer me yours, the fucking question. <laughs> I'd say, bro, I'd say about 15. Fucking kiss my <laughs> kiss my dick. <laughs> what? <laughs> bro, I know nice, bro. Nice, bro. Get the fuck out of here. Nice, bro. Almost got you. Nice. <laughs> I usually get the boys yeah. with that one. Eh? Like, scope got it cut out of one you podcast. Me. I, I go to scope. What's your body count? He goes, oh, two, two fifty. I was like, oh, wow, fuck, that's crazy. He goes, what's yours? And I go, twenty. Oh, <laughs> he's, he's like, you fucking cunt. No, nah, mine, nah, mine's not even that bad. Mine's probably eight. <laughs> Hundred. Come on, man. <laughs> nah. But, bro, thank thank you so much for coming on my podcast, man. Fucking, it was good chat, bro, and I enjoyed it. When um, when I'm either I can come back to New Zealand or you can come over or um, chop it up in person and, and then do a podcast. Fuck yeah. Yeah, I'll probably be out. I'll, I'll probably be over there before you you get here, bro. It's, uh, I've got a few things to do over there, so nah, um, nah. Bro. But I, I, honestly, love, I love your work very much, brother. You Cheers, bro. Be, I appreciate um, it. Likewise, you should be proud of what you're.